Welcome back, everyone, for another jam-packed episode of the 401. A bit off schedule this week. Since our last episode, the Bengals made the Super Bowl. Brady retired twice. Brian Flores has brought two scandals to the NFL's front door. And possibly the biggest news, the Washington football team uh, made its much-anticipated name drop. The Washington at no wait the Washington Commanders, the Washington Football Team Commanders. We are recording here on Pro Bowl Sunday, which I'm sure everyone is busy watching right now. Please go follow us on Twitter at 401 Pod so you can see when new episodes like this one drop. You can also leave us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Helping us grow the podcast would be much much appreciated. All right, let's get to it. It's the 401 with your host Tanner Ward and Nick Dushkin. It's about that time. Vegas is, has all the stars there right now, man. They got the hockey, yeah. NHL all-star game and competition, um, NFL, and John yeah. Hamm was there too. So what a what a week for for Vegas, right? Which I, I for every weekend I'm sure is big for Vegas, but uh, in the sporting world, yeah, NHL and Imagine getting a hotel down there right now. Oh my god, you couldn't, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'd have to win a, quite a bit of blackjack for them to be able to put you in a hotel. Um, between the, did you watch any of the skill competitions between football or hockey? Yeah, I watched some of the hockey. Hockey's pretty much boring and like fake though. I, I can't really stand it. And then I watched like just a couple highlights of probably like Tyree Kill, like 40 yard dash with Mike, Mika part, Michael, Micah, Mika, Micah Parson. Micah yeah. Parson. He, Micah Parson beat Tyree Kill and two others. Who else were in that? He was the only defensive player, wasn't he? Yeah, it was Chubb. Tyree, oh yeah, and then I don't maybe someone else. I don't. Was it really Jefferson? Know. I have no idea. Honestly, I just right. saw a little video. So. Well, anyways, they should have should have made Hunter Renfro running that. <laughs> he was there. Uh, but yeah, Micah Parsons it just had a ten sack season. Just outran Tyree Kill. The dodgeball game was kind of boring. It's a fun concept. Like I'll sit there and watch it because it's dodgeball, but they just. They just held on the balls too long. There wasn't enough action with the balls going on. It was kind of funny because well, they're each... not professional dodgeball players. They I don't know. know what to do. They got to watch that video <laughs> they... from dodgeball. <laughs> you got to duck, dive, dodge, duck, and dodge. dodge. Um, no, it's funny because the sidelines kept trying to sneak like extra balls onto the, onto the court because you can only have as many as there are players on there. So every time someone got eliminated, they'd pull a ball. And the sidelines kept trying to sneak them in there. Uh, that was pretty funny. But I don't know. You got to throw at their feet. Like, why are you throwing at some of the best receivers in the NFL throwing where they're used to catching footballs? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. The uh, NHL skills competition, Jordan Kyrou is officially the fastest man in the NHL. That was cool to see. Yeah, he is official, man. He's uh, <laughs> he's uh, had a little bit of uh, a down couple weeks. Um, actually, the Blues have, so it's not really mm -hmm. just him, but – uh, I'm sure this will uh, increase that, uh, you know, that drive and get back to track with the Blues. But uh, yeah, no, that's I don't know how they freaking do that. They skate. I mean, I can't even skate. Yeah, <laughs> everything's impressive to me on a, on a, on ice because I can't even skate to begin with. The hardest slap shot, always entertaining. Uh, it was hilarious watching Tom Wilson just get booed by everyone. Uh, He's he is the most booable person, honestly. So. Yeah um yeah so yeah they're who, not that fun but who won the game. uh who Go won on. the nhl all-star game i saw central made the final finals didn't they metro won ah of course yep. big day of college basketball yesterday um i the, actually watched some of that arizona state and uh ucla game dude yeah triple overtime Mm -hmm. Holy shit. I didn't make it that far, but I was a little disappointed in myself. Um, I watched Purdue, Michigan. That was a fantastic game. I did. I don't, I'm terrible at napping. I'm, I don't, I, I just can't take naps very often. And I was able to nap 
yesterday, but it had it was during the end of one of the most exciting games yesterday, <laughs> that Purdue Michigan game. And so I woke up, the game was already over. That was exciting though. But I was a little disappointed in myself because you had Duke and North Carolina playing and then the UCLA game, and I didn't watch any either of them. And I was all hyped up for them too. And I, I mean, these are the games play. that you need to watch to have a <laughs> decent bracket, Tanner. Right, I know. So, got to stay <laughs> I up, think man. I think UCLA makes another deep run, at least Sweet 16, Elite 8. I don't know if they'll make Final Four I again. hate that point guard's hair, though, dude. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. Well, no. Like, when your hair's like that, you just look slower. Like, I feel like that's why Zeke, like, just – you like, I don't know. Zeke, anytime he has his helmet off, he just doesn't look like he's very fast because of all the hair he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of off topic like, there. Yeah, no, it is a little off topic. <laughs> that's what we I do mean, best, though. We're like, opposite, though, like, topic. NHL, you have to have the hair flow to make you look fast. Got to have some good lettuce. Got to have a very loose jersey. And then some good hair. So it's just the different sports, I guess. Yeah. Because in the NFL, you look better. Tight jersey, you look faster, right? Yeah, probably. You know, air, air dynamic, and air. There's no fast quarterback. Like what? What quarterbacks still have the sleeves? You know, those guys aren't trying to leave the pocket. Yeah, Michael Vick with a tight jersey, that's for sure. Dude, so I had this I had this cold last week, which I know no one seems to have colds anymore. Um, it's immediately it's COVID or no COVID. I was did not have COVID, but it was still a lot of like nasal congestion and everything. It took me like five days to get through it all, but it's still just a little bit there, like blowing my nose a lot and stuff. So I feel like I'm breathing really heavy into the mic. So I hope I'm not doing that. If I am, I'll apologize. You're good. Yeah, you're good. I mean, you're a mouth breather. We all get it. <laughs> Yeah. Dumb oh mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I slept my – so I had this dream the other night um, when my nose was all congested up, couldn't breathe out of it. So I always I already sleep with my mouth open anyways. But, like, this was even worse. Mouth completely just gaped. Just... And I had this dream that I was playing baseball, and I threw, like, a mouthful of seeds in. I'm talking, like, chipmunk cheeks amount of seeds in my mouth. Yeah. And my mouth was so dry, I couldn't get any of them to move, and I started choking, and I woke up, like, gasping. <laughs> it literally woke me up. Uh, I had a baseball dream, too, last night, but, yeah, it wasn't like – I don't even, like, remember it, but I knew – I know it was about baseball and, like, throwing. And yeah. Other than that, though, can't tell you what happened. But. <laughs> hey, this is our 50th episode. Jesus, it took us long enough. This is the big five zero. <laughs> get that we hat knocked, off, by the way. Get a new hat on. What I, other hats do you have? I have a blues hat. Um, I've been rotating in. Okay, where That's is pretty it? Pretty much it. I, I, this was the one I grabbed. It was this was at the top. I have a yeah. I have a like a Columbia hat or something. Something makes me look that looks makes makes me look real fratty. Um, but it makes it like my head look small. I think the hat's a little too big or something. Columbia hats are weirdly shaped. Hey, the right. Bengals made the Super Bowl. If that's not like, it's such a cool thing. Like, I still, it, it's not like, it doesn't seem real to me yet. Like, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. I Even when the game starts, I think it's still going to look weird seeing them yeah. out there. So they're wearing, do they uh, announce their jerseys that they're going to wear yet or no? Yeah. So the Rams did. Bengals are going black jerseys, white pants. Mm-hmm. So. I think any team that is wearing the home jersey should automatically lose a point in Vegas. So Rams were what three and a half, four and a half. You should give the Rams another point now, because the whites okay. always seem to play better. The Rams are going with I was I thought they'd go with like the it's a bone white right the bone white with the blue pants, but they're going with the yellow pants. So they're trying to look like same color scheme as the uh, '99 Super Bowl victory. Yeah. So they're trying to dip into the St. Louis magic. A lot of hate on the internet, obviously this weekend with the Rams making it and Kroenke being on the television. Do you want to just go into yeah. that now, or? Yeah, you know, honestly, if Kron- if Kroenke just wouldn't be in the picture at all, like if he if they never put his stupid face on TV, yeah. I probably wouldn't mind the Rams in the Super Bowl as much. I did have one thing I want to say about the Bengals. Did you see the preseason odds? The Vegas preseason odds for the Bengals to make the Super Bowl was the same as the Jets and the Jags. They were all plus 10,000. Wow. Anyone get <laughs> it? I don't know, but someone in Cincinnati probably took that. 
Yeah, I like they go from what four eleven and one last year. Your number one overall pick tears his ACL. Your coach is on the hot seat. Like they were talking, Zach Taylor fire him and <laughs> hire Joe Brady, reunite him with Burrow. Yeah, and that's just how wild the NFL is because within a year you go from let's get get rid of Zach Taylor. He's not working out. Bring this Joe Brady in, guy in. Well, Zach Taylor, you just go to the Super Bowl with Joe Brady got fired from the Panthers. <laughs> so really, you're saying that you know pretty much Green Bay should follow that and start love and draft a high uh, high wide receiver this year, right? Well, the easy thing if you lose Rodgers, you lose Devonte, and you have a ton of cap room all of a sudden. Yeah. Or I don't know about I don't know about a ton, Bay. but you're doing a lot better with the cap. Yeah, but I, I think to just go show it's a lot easier to build a really good roster with a quarterback with money rookie deal. Well, rookie deal quarterbacks seem to always work out. But, yeah, so, yeah, I would I would be happy to see Stafford win one all those years in Detroit, all the stuff he went through uh, with his wife. Um, you know, she had that brain tumor. She was able to pull through. Just that family's gone through a lot over the last couple of years. He's had, you know, how many times has he literally broke his back? I think like two or three times now <laughs> playing for Detroit. And he's finally in the Super Bowl. And, you know, he's an easy guy to root for. So, I would be very happy for Stafford. Um, there's really not a ton of Rams left from the St. Louis days other than, what, Donald? Yeah. Is there any of them left? Sure. No. <laughs> Is he the longest tenured Ram? Uh, Hecker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Hecker. So, yeah, it'd be cool to see him too. Um, but with that being said, I, cannot, I could not stand to watch Stan Kroenke lift the Lombardi Trophy. He's a weirdo. He, lo- he just looks like a like a pedophile. But I, I was just thinking pedo. <laughs> but <laughs> we're on the same. Had page. to say it. Had to say it. Had Sorry. Say it. The good news for, the for pedophiles me is, listening though. to this podcast. No <laughs> offense. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Stan Gronky lifting Lombardi would literally like scorch a nightmare into my brain. The good news for me is though. Luckily for me, I'm a Packers fan. So I have gotten really good about being able to not to deny like final results of sporting events. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm still in denial about. Yeah, that I mean, once you stop watching like ESPN, you're pretty good to like not have to see something that you don't want to see. Yeah, I mean, and you can like it doesn't take hardly any effort to keep flicking down the the Twitter uh, line. You know, if I see a tweet I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Rams left tackle Andrew Whitworth. He looks like he's about 54, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's 40 years old. He is older than both coaches. Sean McVay's 36. Zach Taylor's 38. Is he hurt right now, though? Or was he I hurt? Think, I think he played the NFC Championship game. He okay. was out for the Bucks game, I'm pretty sure. But I do believe he played um, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. I remember also, him on the, uh, the hard knocks a little bit. You know, obviously, yeah. pretty much the glue of that team, it sounds like. Um, yeah. He is also he's also the longest um, as far as active players go. He's also the longest tenured Bengal in the active in the NFL. How he, he out, of, out of everyone in the NFL that's still an active player, he spent more time on the Bengals than anyone else in the NFL. Good for him. Yeah, him. and now he gets the, like. Can you imagine like? Think of him or even A.J. Green. Think of A.J. Green, man. You spend all those years in Cincinnati. You get a handful of playoff games. Not even. You get, what, two? Two or three? I think they won the division twice with Andy Dalton. Their old Red Rocket. Okay. But as soon as you leave, man, like as soon as A.J. Green leaves the first year, they make the Super Bowl. And you were on a 7-0 and team, and things were looking pretty good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, and last yeah, year it was – it was more that he didn't want to play, right? More than anything. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of – Yeah, he basically just refused to play. Yeah, I mean, it could have been, you know, mental and all that stuff too, which you don't blame the player for right now. But, um, yeah, A.J. Green, it was just not really a good fantasy player this year. He kind of hoped it, but – Well, he's he's kind of over – he's kind of over the hill. Most people took a chance on him, though, this year, wouldn't you say? Like, you know, not like – Well, D-hop out for like a, a while. Seven, like Seventh round draft pick. I mean, I think he was cheaper than that. Tenth round draft pick, like I said. So, but yeah, no, I had him on my team, but yeah, I didn't really do much. But I mean, those glory days of AJ AJ Green are kind of like 
in the past, and I don't think a lot of people are going to remember him. But he was a, an amazing wide receiver. Yeah, he was a top five receiver in the NFL yeah. for quite a few years. Do you I remember, mean, like, anything, like, spectacular about him, though? Like, like a catch or, like, a, a moment or anything? Yeah, I do remember. Like, I don't remember very much about him at all, but I just knew he was a good wide receiver. I'm just going to Google A.J. Green insane catch. I feel like he had this wild one-hander for a touchdown. I'm just going to hit YouTube, and we're just going to see what pops up here. Okay. Oh, there's sound. Can you hear it? I can hear it just slightly. This is like filmed off an iPhone. It wasn't even anything special. <laughs> well, you had to give that guy credit then. Who was it? I think it was just a kid recording. <laughs> it's literally a it's a it's a ten yard route. <laughs> the ball gets punched out of his hands and then he catches it in midair. That was like the biggest waste of time ever. Okay. Good, good, uh, good discussion. This I'm is, not editing that. That's why either. we don't go I'm, off script too often I'm, anymore. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm not even going to touch that. Staying in. <laughs> so yeah, so, I mean, what the, what are we on here? Like Bengals, I, obviously. Long yeah, I got a. I got another one for you. So the Bengals okay. trade but trailed by 18. The Rams trailed by 10. This is the second time, just the second time in the Super Bowl era, that both teams to make the Super Bowl trailed by double digits in the championship game. 1998, the Falcons were down 13 to the Vikings. The Broncos down 10 to the Jets. And then the Broncos go on to beat the Falcons in that Super Bowl. So there's a little fun fact for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's still like, I still can't fathom. My brain can't really wrap around that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. I'm all in, dude. I am all in. I'm not looking. If anyone doesn't really know who to root for out there, which majority of our audience, I think, will be pretty heavily against the Rams. But if anyone's out there and you stumble upon this great podcast for our 50th, 50th episode, here's why you should hate the Rams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you ever watched the movie Major League, that legitimately played out in St. Louis with Stan Kroenke being the, the evil owner. Although I doubt that they had a cutout of him in the locker room where they took off clothes after every win. I mean, Jeff Fisher is pretty kinky, so you never know. <laughs> but he literally slowly he controlled more and more of the team, right? Because when he got in, it was like, what, there was like 10 owners or something like that that all split yeah. the share. He slowly buys more and more of them out. And as soon as he gets full control, just completely tanks the team for a decade plus. Of For the fans, it's like, okay – are are the Rams going to have the like first pick like or the second? Two thousand six to when did they leave? Two thousand and was fifteen their last season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because sixteen I think was the first year in LA. So for let's just call it a decade. For a decade, pretty much every year it was like, all right, are the Rams going to have the first pick or the second pick in the NFL draft? I know there was a couple years in there of like seven and nine, but other than that, it was just. He blamed the fan base for not showing up and supporting the team, where he literally tried to make. The, the team as worst as possible refused to pay for a stadium. So the, uh, it was going to be up to the taxpayers, right? They had to put it up for a vote and that passed. Did it not to uh, raise taxes to help pay for the stadium? Let's say it did, but I, th- I think it took a little bit of like, I uh, think it took a little bit of, but it did a little bit of coaxing. Yeah. I'm going to try and work that word in every day. You know, so I think they, they approved for, um, like a yeah renovation of the stadium but they think the cost was just almost like hey let's just build a new stadium right over here and instead I, of that i'm 99 sure that got approved to have the taxpayers because we were going to get a soccer stadium. team too on that yeah. field and so and so he refuses to build a new stadium forces it to go taxpayers he refuses to try and put any talent on the field under his tenure as of complete ownership, I believe the best wide receiver was probably Danny Amendola in that tenure stretch. Love Danny Amendola. <laughs> but he was like the legit probably the best receiver in those 10 years. And then he goes out to LA. He finally is able to move the team, which you know he had been planning the entire time. He just, you know, had to pay 790 million. Yeah, I don't know. Because of illegally taking or not illegally, but did it against the rules. But as soon as they go out there, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to build a stadium now. So he pays for SoFi, which, sh- again, he's stupid. He made a canopy instead of a dome. So 
I hope lightning strikes through it at some point and burns the turf. No, dude. <laughs> Not no. during the Super Bowl. Oh, when yeah. No one's, when no oh, one's in okay. there. When no Got one's it. in there. I was going to say the game's already long enough anyway. It's due with no, all no, the no. goddamn commercials. No. Um, but then he also does whatever he can to put the best talent on the field, which I understand the GM is the one that's making the trades and everything. But he's like, hey, let's go for this, right? They get Sean McVay their second year. They actually take a chance on a coach second year there. Let's build an offense. Let's trade everything for players like Matt Stafford, Brandon Cooks um, a couple years ago, Von Miller, signing Odell. Like they didn't, he didn't try and do any of that in St. Louis. Yeah. So there's my soapbox on that. If you need someone to root for, root for the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, Ohio <laughs> doesn't really get much love, anyways. It's not that good of a city. Um, Joe Burrow already credited <laughs> Cincinnati. To you made it sound like you were calling Ohio a city. I, no, state. Sorry, did I say that? But mm-hmm. um, I think you were trying to say Cincinnati's. Yeah, yeah. But and, yeah, you know, the way you Joe Burrow already, you know, said that there's not much to do here, so you might as well win some football games, right? The hometown kid gets drafted number one overall, and in a second year, takes the the Bengals. How about a three year stretch for that guy? Has arguably the greatest collegiate season ever. Wins a natty mm-hmm. with one of the most dominant teams ever. Gets picked number one overall, and then second year in the league goes the, to the to the big show. Yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Let's, we can move on from the Super Bowl though. Let's uh, yeah. talk about some more NFL stuff because they're always going to be relevant with yeah. the uh, shitty owners that we have um, there. So, um, well, I think one of the biggest things is Tom Brady retired officially. 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 So Schefter. Jumping the gun as always, right? He's always got to have his name on it. Um, he he's got to have the attention. But, him and someone else, but I don't I don't know who uh, the other yeah. guy was at all. Well, and the fact that the fact that Schefter added his name to the tweet tells me that I don't know if Schefter got it first. <laughs> like, I think yeah, that's no why Shefty had to rush it out because he's just like, all right, someone beat me by two seconds on this. I'm gonna hurry up and tweet it out, and but I also got to credit this guy. But anyways, he, reti- he retires twice. It's pretty much been my entire life has been <laughs> of NFL, right? Like my first real memory of football is the Rams Patriots Super Bowl. Like I don't really remember the '99 Super Bowl that much. It's really Kevin Curtis. Also, I was think I've been trying to think of his name for the last twenty minutes. Kevin Curtis on the Rams. Yeah, pretty good player too. All right. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, Kevin Curtis, he was good. Came from the Eagles, I know, and um, you know, old Eagles coach getting a job too. Just foreshadow, but let's go on. Yeah. So I don't even remember what I was saying, but Tom Brady, yeah, basically. So my entire like, what I can remember of football, Tom Brady's been, you know, obviously one of the best in the league the whole time. I've been able to comprehend what football is. Mm-hmm. I think something I might miss the most about him is just the ridiculous stats that come with his age and how well he's done. Yeah, honestly, uh, I mean, I'm kind of happy that he is uh, retired. And it's just so hard, man. Like, his family, it's at that age. And um, it's just annoying for people to keep criticizing you all the time. Like, even, like, being a bad dad is, like, he'd probably rather be called a bad football player than a bad dad. And yeah, it's, just I mean, been, it's been crazy these last couple of years with all this, you know, nonsense and him having to deal with AB the last two years. He's probably just done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of people talking about his bloody lip. Yeah. Big Ben too, but yeah, that's been <laughs> greatly <laughs> overshadowed. Yeah. He'll probably be greatly overshadowing some people with this uh, weight that he puts on now mm-hmm. that he's retired. But, five years, right? We'll see him next time in yeah. five years. So yeah. <laughs> they're gonna have to start getting material for that uh, Hall of Fame jacket now. Yeah. Uh, so here's a couple of my favorite stats that I saw over the uh, past week on on the Twitter. So from Sport Track, they said in in 22 years, Tom Brady lost 73 regular season games. The Jets have lost 76 in the last seven years. So in a third of the time, they've lost more games than Last. Tom Brady did his entire career. Uh, from Sporting News, Tom Brady was second all-time in passing, passing, rushing, and receiving for players over 40 years old. 
He was top two in all three categories. Since he turned 40, he had 22,938 passing yards, which is kind of insane. <laughs> Literally, he's had a Hall of Fame career in his 40s. Second most rushing yards for a player over 40 with 184, which that's like probably means he had 180 quarterback sneaks. And then he was second in receiving with six yards. Wow. Only, only three players have recorded a catch after 40. Jerry Rice, 2,169 yards. Tom Brady, second with six. Brett Favre, third with negative two. Favre can't win at anything, dude. <laughs> Can never be Brady. <laughs> All right, and then here's a, a really wild one. So the um, I wrote the Rams' new head coach, but the um, the Vikings' new head coach, the former Rams' offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, just got hired by the Vikings. He was drafted to be Tom Brady's backup. Eight years into Tom Brady's career, so Tom Brady was in his eighth season when Kevin O'Connell got drafted to be his backup, and he already has a head coaching gig in the NFL. I mean, Tom Brady's backup in his eighth year was probably, who can we find that's like the cheapest person Oh yeah, to know probably, our system? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Just like, yeah, if, if anyone goes after Brady's knee again, we'll, we'll get this O'Connell guy. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, Matt Castle can do it, and Jimmy Garoppolo pretty much not two great just, quarterbacks. but You just named the two – the two best backups he ever had. Can you name any other one? Brian Hoyer. There you Jacob, go. Jacoby Good Brissett. job. Good job, dude. Hey, thank you. The recent though, the recent yeah. bias. Well, Hoyer twice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if I can if I have any more. Well, he's got all the money in the world. He Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> I don't. I think Drew Bledsoe is dead by the time <laughs> he got his. He came back to be his backup. <laughs> Is healthy enough to be his backup, I should say. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'm Congrats sure we've heard enough about Tom Brady's retirement, yeah. so we don't really need to go any farther than that. You want to talk about the Washington football team commanders? Yeah, terrible name. Um, it's a fine expect- name. It's a fine name. Like, it's – there are so many stupid names in sports. Yeah, military, though, and all that stuff. And like, Could you imagine great if – Could you imagine in today's Twitter world – if the NFL was just starting up and they're like, Hey, we're going to put a team in green Bay, Wisconsin, and we're going to call them the Packers. Okay. okay. Like if that happened today, What's, now it's just normal. Do you guys have like an animal mascot at all? I don't know. I don't even have a mascot. I just need to have someone walk around with a giant. I mean, G the chiefs are like, a, it's a wolf. I don't right. even know his name, but like, there's no reason why there's a wolf. Dude, that guy, he might be the most dedicated mascot. Like the entire time the Bengals were coming back, Bengals hit the game winner to send themselves to the Super Bowl, and the guy's still in character. He's at the goalpost, and he just like does like this fake faint. (laughs) He's so entertaining. He's just so committed to the bit. I love it. But I mean, there's two teams in baseball to do that. There's two teams in baseball named after socks. Like the Commanders is a fine name. I mean, that's rich history. How dare you go there, man? Right. I'm just glad they didn't go with a cat or a bird. Okay. I agree or there. A fish. So we have the Patriots. We have, I mean, the Jets are semi, but not really military. Uh, we Obviously, now we got the commanders. What else have we got here going on? I, I do like how, like, <laughs> I think Pat McAfee said, it's like, you know, commanders is a fine name. They're going to be shortened to commies and they're red and they're in the nation's capital. So I'm sure that's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Washington football team, they're, they probably had nothing to do with this. This was, you know, an advertising agency that was hired to do this. And, um, but at the same time, like they were probably like too deep into like paying them that there's, there's like, we probably should have just kept the Washington football team, but we already paid this company. Well, and, millions of dollars. and I, I've been saying for a while, it's like Washington, they're, they're waiting to announce a team whenever they can use it to benefit their, their public eye, basically. Right. Like with all the scandals they've had and everything. And then they get completely overshadowed second time I've used that, but they get completely overshadowed by, did Brady retire the day before, but Brady's retirement sure. and then all the Flores stuff has completely overshadowed the commies i will say they're they they're going with an all black uniform which i think looks kind of weird 
at the helmet because they put the W in the front instead of on the side. Try and be so, Philly. Well, I mean, it's there's just a W like on the crown of the helmet. Like it's gonna be so easy now <laughs> to call targeting calls on them, and leading with the head Dude, because the got, logo you got a V going on right. The you got two Vs. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at their their away jerseys, the white ones. They look like the Maryland Terrapins. Like they look like That's they're gonna be bad, the Washington though. Terrapins. That's not bad. I like Maryland. Yeah, they look like always, they just got in the Pac-12. Is what I used to always be Maryland like. and NCAA basketball. Uh, they were solid in the early 2000s. Yeah. So, Did, were you an NCAA football guy? No, not as much. Uh, I probably had like one of them, but yeah, not. I think I did have the Tebow one. Gotcha. But. I was a big, um, obviously, Mizzou because they had Chase Daniel, Jeremy Macklin, that t- that team on the whatever NCAA football game that was, 09 probably. Yeah, sure. But I was West Virginia a lot too because they had Pat White at quarterback. I did not know Pat McAfee was on that team. But There you go. Yeah. Second time Pat McAfee came up today, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I You're don't just know, an man. echo over there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So let's talk about the Washington football team's new name. Good one. All Thank right. you. Thank you. you know what? I need um, to find a new host. <laughs> I but think yeah, the, broken. The, the commanders is a fine name. It doesn't push the needle. It's just, it's fine. It's fine. The metaphor needle for sales or PR or what? I don't know. I mean, their sales will be fine because they got a new name. So, okay. All right. Be a lot of Chase Young jerseys and Garoppolo or Fitzpatrick or maybe they're going to become a big like acupuncture team. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, I'm let's go. Oh, they they should bring Kirk Cousins back. Kirk oh, Cousins 100%. be the perfect. Yeah. He'd be the perfect commander uh, quarterback. All right, if you say so. Yep. Make, like uh, Tom Hanks should be there too. He's been in a lot of war movies. I'm sure, he's been a commander. Okay. Just make uh, Tom Hanks the new mascot. There you go. Now yeah. we're thinking. Yeah. Now we're thinking. Just Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Keep it going. Or Oh, if they bring Fitzpatrick back, he can just be Private Ryan. Dude, you got a story on your hand right now. <laughs> Type it up. Write we just, it. Did, write it. Right. Bring it to the Washington We just came Post. up with this. <laughs> all right. You guys have to sign Fitzpatrick back now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So. Yeah. I th- honestly like the only teams that have done great with expansion names. I think it's been in the NHL with the Knights and the Kraken. The Kraken's a badass name. They did the interview. Yeah, they did interview uh, during one of the skills competition. They asked him how. Like, I don't remember even oh, remember yeah. who it was. It's like, how's uh, the new team or whatever? And he's like, it's new. I was like, <laughs> how's it being in the new city or whatever? And he's like, yeah, he just said, yeah, the, the city's the city's a lot of fun. The fans are great. <laughs> just like. Yeah. You can just tell by the way he's talking. He's like, yeah, but it sucks playing on such a shitty team. <laughs> I mean, there's been shittier teams, and there actually is a shittier team than them right now. So, The uh, the defending. Yeah, well, Stanley what, Cup uh, runner, like second place, whatever, yeah. Canadians. Um, yeah, the defending Canadian anything. champions. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, big stuff happened in the NFL, as, as always, but. Brian Flores just dropped off two big potential loss. Well, one is a lawsuit right now, but two big scandals he kind of uh, pushed on the NFL. That He's the opening NFL up will... some uh, some windows that the NFL doesn't want open right now because it's winter still and it's cold. Yeah. I, honestly, the most hilarious part of it is that this came from leaked text from Bill Belichick. All right. Uh... <laughs> Did you see the Belichick texts? No, I did not. Big punctuation guy. Did not expect that. <laughs> like a lot of exclamations. Yeah. And he hit with the question mark, well, exclamation, question mark, exclamation, question mark, exclamation. You got to know. I mean, when you're texting, it, you know, punctuation only helps out with your tone that you're trying to set in the conversation. So, and you know, Bill Belichick, very much a tone person. So. I like, I, I would expect Belichick to, to text the same way he is with the media. Just like no punctuation, not even capitalize anything. Just like everything is just a run-on sentence. No, nah, dude, full of excitement based off his punctuation in those texts. Once he realized, <laughs> I think the funniest part, 
once he realized that he fucked up and he was like, oh, this is not Brian DeBall, this is Brian Flores, he signed out. He was like, oh, shit, that's my bad. BB. Like, <laughs> just, like, signs off. Like, I'm done texting BB for Bill Belichick, and he's out. And it was just like the SpongeBob meme. Like, all right, I'm going to head signature. out now. Good signature. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Um, but I guess we'll just stay on this before we get to the – to the other one of, you know, the alleging um, paying for losing games, but kind of just my thought on the whole situation. uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think the NFL is really going to make anything happen out of this. Like they're going to probably find a way to sweep this under the rug. I mean, really, I mean, the fan base deserves more than anything. So like, uh, like with the Rams and everything, if you bought a ticket and you know, they found out that they're tanking, they should be able to have, have to pay back some of the percentage of those season ticket holders okay, or yeah. even so, kept her tickets. Um, that's the only thing I can see. Uh, yeah. Maybe like a financial gain in the the fans. But other than that, like, there's no way – I don't think they can take a draft pick. You know, the yeah. cap is so, what it is. So, so I guess we'll just merge them together now because you're talking on the tanking side. But mm-hmm. for those who haven't oh, – yeah. uh, saw that part is the owner, Steven Ross, Brian Flores alleges that Steven Ross were offering him a hundred K per loss in 2019. And that was like, the dolphins look like the worst team in football. The first half of that year, just getting mm-hmm. absolutely just curb stomped. And then they actually got together. And they won their last five. Flores is just so damn competitive that he's just like, you can keep your six figures per loss and decided yeah. he was going to try and win anyways. And that's why they kind of butted heads Hugh Jackson also yeah. said he had a similar he had a similar claim about his time in Cleveland, which is honestly hilarious because he has one of the worst coaching tenures in NFL history. 0-16. So he's either admitting that he took the money or that he's just a really bad head coach. Which he is just a really bad head coach. So Yeah. Uh, but if these allegations are if they end up being true with the 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 money for losing. What is the punishment? Like, the only thing I can think is you got to force the, that owner to sell, right? Because otherwise you have just the, the way things are today with so much gambling and, you know, money on the line and these things. If you have owners wanting to have their team lose, the NFL maybe. just can't have that right now. Yeah, maybe they owner do like a – Openly paying – they're just openly paying their coaches to lose. I don't like the idea of making them forfeit draft picks unless another team is getting those picks. Because if you're yeah. just taking picks away, you're really just hurting the kids coming out of college in the draft. That's more for, like, picks. cheating on, like, you know, the Cardinals kind of thing, cheating in the draft or, like, right. you know. And I don't mind giving them worse picks, but I don't like the idea yeah. of you literally just take away that pick. So instead of 250 kids get drafted, only 240, mm-hmm. that's just not fair to the kids coming out of college. Yeah. So either give them worse picks or give the other team uh, – give other teams their picks. But, yeah, something – if this end up – ends up being true you almost you got to make steven ross sell you got to get him out yeah i mean this I, is oh go I ahead think that like honestly like i think more teams should be opening open to selling shares to the city um and i think that's gonna help a little bit um but other than that yeah you can't really do much you can't really put your you can't put a number on really a loss like you can't put the fan experience you can't put advertising you can't put all that stuff you don't know really how much money and how much you know how much stuff you're losing and even like players too and free agents that you could assign that maybe were like hey we're contending right now if we go go and get that guy we can be a super bowl champ so you can't really just it's well and i think i think another part that's kind of funny about it is in 2019 they steven ross wanted them to lose as many games as possible and get the best draft pick you know, and if they gone and if they well, no, they it would have been Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. Right. What they already had to. Uh, What's hilarious is they he wanted to tank to get a higher pick so they could have drafted Burrow instead of Tua, but they took Tua over Justin Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have just had Herbert where you were at, but no, Stephen Ross, you and your GM screwed up on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Brian Flores also alleged that um, back to the discriminatory side of things that, you know, like when he interviewed for the Broncos, when they hired Fangio, um, that the John Elway showed up late to the meeting and he was inebriated. 
this is where I think the NFL finds a way to sweep this under the rug and make nothing happen out of this. Steven Ross has come out. John Elway's come out. The people that Flores has called out, they have fired back of saying this is not true. And this could very well end up becoming a he said, he said situation. In that case, that's where the NFL is going to figure out a way to just sweep this under the rug. Because they're going to be like, well, both sides are saying different things. So we'll just do nothing about it, right? Like the NFL is always going to take the owner's side of things, right? They are always, unless you have definitive proof that an owner committed murder, (laughs) it's got to be, it's literally though, it has to be something very serious for them to not back the money. They're always going to back the money. The owners have all the money. They're always going to defend them. A lot of times they just settle in court though, honestly, because it's like, you know, it's a long process. They'll settle. So, you know, a lot of the information doesn't really come out, even if they're guilty or if they're not guilty. Yeah. I mean, just it's a very serious thing to to look at. You know, this has been talked about for many years of why aren't there more black coaches? Why, you know, maybe this doesn't really have much to do with it, but like why there are not that many African-American quarterbacks and all that stuff, like stuff, just little stuff like this has been talked about for a very long time, um, especially when Kaepernick and, um, you know, had his deal with the NFL and his voice was being heard. Um, You know, we've been talking about it, which is a good start, but you just never really know um, what the NFL is actually doing to help, you know, not just African-Americans, but any other ethnic group. So, right. And, And to kind of add to my point of the NFL will always back owners, just look at what just happened with Washington in that whole organization. So yep. much stuff came out about them. All these women came forward, talked about, you know, the, the bad work environment they had. And yet they still won't put any emails out so they can protect the owner. Right. I saw this, this, uh, this tweet it has John from, right. Well, he ended up being the scapegoat, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he's not an owner. He doesn't, he's not worth as much to the NFL as what the owners are. If you can get rid of a coach instead of an owner, they'll take that 10 times out of 10. But I saw this on Twitter that the NFL may not be able to publicly release the findings of its internal investigation of the Washington commanders without the permission from owner Dan Snyder. Like he would have to sign off on the emails getting released. And that right there is why I think they're going to find a way to figure out a way around the allegations against the owners, whatever they are, right? Unfair, um, interview process to hire black coaches and saying that they were offering money to lose games. I would have taken that all day long. <laughs> I would have taken that money all day. Um, but I, one of the things I think on the, on not giving black coaches a fair shot, I think you, you look at who's getting hired right now, right? They're talking about hiring all these young gurus, right? Sean McVay is going to the second Super Bowl. He's only 36. Zach Taylor, 38, Matt LaFleur, um, Kyle Shanahan, all these guys are in their 30s, right? Well, they got at a very young age, got the opportunity to coach and work their way up, right? And become these gurus at the position and all that. And I think when you boil it down to where they got their start, I don't think there's a fair opportunity there for yeah. you know, the future. Can You don't see like Brian Flores at the same age that LaFleur and Shanahan, all these guys got their start because those guys weren't playing in the league right? LaFleur played what, like arena football or something? Like most of those guys didn't play really big games since college. Yeah. And so I think they're getting a better opportunity at a younger age. And I think that's where we're seeing it now have an impact in the NFL level because it's like, Hey, I want this young offensive guru. And I think it's because of his mind, right? It's not because he's white, he's getting that job, but it's because I think 10, 15 years before he gets the job is where they're really getting the unfair advantage. Right. And you're seeing black coaching canes not get that opportunity at a younger age. And that's not, that's not it. This is not a situation that's that easily definable, but I think that is part of it. So. And luckily it's just like, obviously we're just glad that, you know, the players aren't being like they're, you know, they're very diverse and, you know, there's a very strong African American community and the NFL actually player wise. And the, uh, you know, the NFL's done yeah. stuff for a long time to try the and game get more itself diversity. Good, yeah. <laughs> the NFL's done stuff to try and get more diversity in front office, right? The Rooney rule. Um, 
and stuff like that. But these front offices are able to easily manipulate these rules, right? Okay, you have the Rooney rules in place. It's a good idea in concept, but it's so easy to get around it that it's not doing its purpose, right? Because if a team's hiring a head coach, are you you have to because the Rooney rule, you have to interview a black head coach. So they're like, okay, cool, call Jim Caldwell. We'll interview him, and then we're going to go actually hire a head coach, right? Yeah. And so I think these rules, they're good as an idea, but they're not actually getting any results. And there was another rule that was put in place a year or two ago. I don't remember exactly what it was, but basically like, hey, if you promote, you know, candidates in the front office, teams were getting like draft pick compensation Mm -hmm. to hire minority guys in the front office. And I'm butchering this rule because I don't remember exactly what it was. But even that, like, okay, now you're taking away the credit of the candidate, right? Yeah. These guys should be getting the job because they're good at what they do. And now you're kind of taking away their claim to the job. And I don't think that's fair to that candidate. But at the same time, if you don't do it, are they even going to get hired in the first place or looked at in the first place? So it's a really tricky situation. There's no simple answer to it. But I don't know. They're going to have to they're going to have to put their put the old noggins together and figure something out. Yeah, and we'll uh so we got we might have another show. I haven't really talked to you about this before Super Bowl. I guess we should do a show before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and talk a little bit more about that. Um but I think we can move on to uh another dumb thing that happened in the sports world. And yeah, this next- is probably just to stir us, you know, and get people talking again and um and that's the uh MLB yeah, but, oh wow. MLB top yeah. hundred. So yeah, yeah. I had a plan. Our next episode would be a full Super Bowl preview. Is why we're not really talking about it this episode. I should have probably addressed that at the beginning. But the MLB, or no, this was out of ESPN. ESPN did a good enough, did a as good of a job with this top one hundred list as the MLB does with their Hall of Fame, and that they sucked at doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a good list. Uh, I don't I think know. the players that should be there are mostly there i think that the market and um all that has influenced some of players being greater than they should be um not to kind of stick towards the last subject but a lot of the guys that are in the top 10 played in an era where the league was still segregated (laughs) so uh, i actually didn't look at the top 10 uh I stopped pretty much right at the pool host one, so the middle one, right? So, yeah, the top ten is where it gets really worse, or it gets the worst. The number one player on the list, did you see who the number one was? Let me look at Who is it? Guess. Guess at who's it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I saw um, Heath Cummings called him Slowy Gallo. (laughs) It was the funniest name I've ever heard. Babe Ruth, the greatest player in baseball history. First, let's stop comparing eras because – Babe Ruth might have been the best player in his time. It's a completely different game. Like Babe Ruth now, it's slowy Gallo. You'd be Joey Gallo, right? A lot of power, ton of strikeouts. Babe Ruth would be lucky to be a DH these days. Barry Bonds was eighth on the list. So the top 10, number from 10 down. Here you go. Stan Musial 10, Walter Johnson, Barry Bonds, Mickey Mantle, Luke Gehrig, Ted Williams, Ty Cobb, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth. One one player in the top ten played what is who's who's the second young like if you take Bonds out of it and Bonds quit playing in the early two thousands, right? Or mid two thousands, whenever I don't even remember when he retired. But through the nineties and the early two thousands, Barry Bonds had the greatest stretch. So he's been retired for ten years, right? Because just the rule. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, no, it's it'd be fifteen, right? Because it's five years before you can get on the ballot, and then yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it'd be mid two thousands, then, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Bonds is the youngest player in the top ten. Other than that, everyone else in that top ten played what? For me, like I can't even. When did Her- Hank Aaron and Willie Mays even play? Hank Aaron would be the second youngest on that list, right? In the top ten, it's not comparable. Uh, number yeah. eleven is Pedro Martinez. Who do you think's better, Pedro Martinez, Greg Maddox? Greg Maddox. And Maddox was at 14. I also – I think Maddox was better than Pedro. Yeah. Um, I think maybe one of the worst ones is Ken Griffey Jr. at 13. Yeah, I did. That's I way did too high for Griffey. Yeah. He's ahead of Mike Trout. 
Ricky Henderson at 23. Uh, Okay, this is actually the worst one. Derek Jeter at 28. Derek Jeter is only a top 30 player for ESPN or the big markets, right? The the Mm -hmm. places who like the big markets. Pujols is at 30. Pujols and Barry Bonds should both be top five. I'd probably put Greg Maddox in there. Mike Trout, Pujols, and Bonds would probably be one, two, and three for me. I mean, it's not a bad top three, dude. It's <laughs> a lot better than their top yeah. three. Um, um, but, yeah, yeah so it's know. it's embarrassingly bad. Um, and then, yeah, David Ortiz at 63. Like, David Ortiz, I agree, he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know if David Ortiz deserves to even be on this list or even in the top is 80 at the DH early. or that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a lot of it's because he was just a DH. He was a great hitter. But there's a ton of guys on here that just, I feel like, had better careers. Roy Halladay yeah. and John Smoltz barely making it in 93, 92. It's not, a, not a great list. It's not a great list. Where's right. right. <laughs> Woody Williams on there? Dude, I know, right? I loved Woody Williams. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> he was my boy. When I was a kid, I loved so many just random players, which Woody Williams might have been my best like the best of my favorite players when I was young. Um, I saw a tweet FanDuel put out love, like who is your favorite defensive player in the NFL as a kid? And for me, it was Aeneas Williams. Like, I don't know why, but Aeneas Williams in, for the St. Louis Rams, early 2000s, greatest show on turf time. Loved him. He was my favorite player. I had a, I had a Christmas ornament. It was just like, it wasn't a player. It was just, like a football, your generic football player with a Rams jersey on, and I wrote Williams 35 on the back. I made him Aeneas Williams. <laughs> You're an oddball, that's for sure, dude. Yeah, he was a Hall of Famer, though, but because really? of his time with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. I mean, I think you think back to if I ever had to create a team at MLB, the show, I always put Coco Crisp in center field. There's just no way I didn't have him in center Loved field. Coco. So – uh, not Mike, that I like loved him as a player in like real life, but I mean he's fast and his name's Coco Chris. So Mike Lowell was one of my favorite ball players when I was uh I don't know, twelve, thirteen. Do you even remember Mike Lowell? No. <laughs> exactly. Hell no. Uh he did win he won two rings with the, one with the Marlins and then one with the yeah. uh like no one Fox. actually put like Aaron Miles as their second baseman in the show. <laughs> Oh, here's a good one for you. Bob Gibson. Where do you think Bob Gibson's ranked on this list? Um, I'm going to go 70. 33. Like how Bob Gibson should be the highest pitcher, if not one of the top three highest pitchers. Mm. They literally had to change the dimensions of the mound. Like they had to, (laughs) he was so dominant. They were like, we have to lower this mound. He's too dominant. Yeah, like, I don't you want to talk about like you want to go back and, and compare eras. He's his numbers hold up so well through every era. He doesn't even have like the the best stats though as a Cardinals pitcher. He still should be higher than Pedro Martinez. And I don't want to sound like I'm dogging Pedro. I'm not. I he mean, was amazing. You have twice, all right? I know. <laughs> I, it's it's kind of like the whole our Hall of Fame discussion last episode, two episodes ago, where it's like. All right, I kind of feel bad for David Ortiz because I'm happy for him. Yay, Ortiz made it. First ballot, that's awesome. And it's getting completely overshadowed by the fact that Bonds and Clemens didn't make it. Clemens is up there pretty high too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the third pitcher, like third highest pitcher, I think. Second highest. Mm, no, I can't count. There, Clemens is 17. Yeah, He's behind Pedro right. and Maddox. That's definitely not right, but. Bad list. Bad list. Another bad list. Yeah, try again. I don't I don't know how they did it, but it wasn't good. What are you doing in the thing, bro? I'm scrolling, man. I was scrolling. Do we have anything else to talk about? I just have a couple little things. Oh, my God. The Olympics yeah. are going on. Olympics are going on. Also, the NBA changed the MVP award to the Kobe Bryant award. I'm okay. pretty sure. <laughs> uh, right. Maybe correct, may not. Rolled by that pretty quick, so I don't know if I <laughs> – <laughs> yeah oh my god i just realized i missed the perfect opportunity to wear my my mirror curl on ice shirt because where curling, did you get that you were with me when i ordered it 
Is it like a bar stool shirt? Yeah, it was a bar stool one. <laughs> <laughs> it's mirror curl on ice. Yeah, right? I was yeah. I was hyped when we won that man. What other sports would Team you usually watch other than women's hockey? Obviously, women's hockey. Priority. To be honest with you, in the Winter Olympics, curling is really all I care about. But I do really like watching women's hockey too. That one's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. I watched um speed skating uh, earlier today. Oh, yeah. It was like twelve. Short laps. track. Short track speed skating is electric. No, it was big. I know, but I'm saying like like the Apollo Uno speed skating. Like yeah, but that electric. was like yeah, that's electric. This was yeah. like twelve laps. You got to time yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like. I, yeah, I don't know how these guys like were able to stay standing. My back, my back, it just hurts when I those log nets and speed skating. It's like they're just bent over the whole time to try to yeah. be more aerodynamic, and just hurts my back looking at that. Oh, I have. I almost completely forgot. I have an idiot of the week. Idiot. If I were an idiot, I'd be driving a Trans Am. If you were driving a Trans Am, you would be the smartest idiot in the whole world. <coughs> idiot. You're the idiot. Who is it? Yeah, got to bring back the old idiot of the week. I don't have a name because the guy blocked his name out. It's Chris something, but he blocked his name out. He emailed he emailed Jim Trotter, and Jim Trotter posted this on Twitter, but the email says, trying to reach Junior Seau. Good morning, Mr. Trotter. I'm trying to reach Junior Seau to hear what he thinks on the NFL donating $1 billion towards the cannabis industry to study the impact of cannabinoids on treating pain management and this is the nfl so they're looking into that obviously right yes but okay <laughs> i, I want to get the full picture before i consider him an idiot so give me the full picture of this but he emailed said i'm trying to reach junior seau who is that you don't remember junior seau no i don't okay well he was one of the first ones where um ced became a big issue C yeah ced right cbd no. C-E-D? The head injury. Oh, what is it? C-T-E. C-T-E, yeah. So my brain was CBD and C-T-E combined. So it's like, the, is it the doctor they made the movie about? No, no. So Junior okay. Seau was diagnosed, so he committed suicide in 2012. So oh. 10 years ago, he committed suicide. Jesus. And they found he had C-T-E. And so that was one of like the first big like names to be like, all right, he had C-T-E, NFL need to do something about this. That's why this guy's idiot of the week. He's, right. e he's emailing like, "Hey, I'm trying to contact Junior Seau," and so he, the Jim Trotter replied and said, "Just Google his name." <laughs> and the guy, <laughs> so the guy replied back. He said, "What's the problem, Jim? I've been uh, Jim. I've been doing this for over 30 years. I prefer to do my own interviews rather than rely on Google." <laughs> and then finally said, "I apologize. I'm primarily a basketball writer. Um, I did not know what happened to Junior. I was unaware." <laughs> So, Chris, I mean, something you've been a journalist yeah. for 30 years, but today you are the idiot of the week. <clears throat> idiot. I think that's a good idea of the week, and I, I did not come up with one. Not gonna lie. It's, it's been, a, been a long time since we had one of those. Yeah. I can't I wait till a, next time. I'll, I'll definitely get a good yeah, one. So. Yeah. I had a um, new segment called We Don't Live in the Same World as These People. Okay. Okay. LeBron James Jr. Or Bronny. AKA Bronny. Bronny James is filed for trademark applications for BJ Jr., which doesn't even work, right? Because it would be like it's it's LeBron, which so LBJ doesn't even make sense because you're using two initials of his first name. But so BJ Jr. really doesn't make sense. Bronny and Bronald. <laughs> like, like it's gonna be Bronald McDonald. Um but I mean, I just, think this is just pissing money right now. It's like, just because I'm getting ahead of like people giving me like bad nicknames. So I own these names now. So you can't say that because who wants to be really called BJ? No one on this, <laughs> no one on this earth. BJ doesn't make sense. Cause that's Bron. Like his name is are, not Bron. I think he was getting ahead of bad nicknames, dude. Like I'm telling you, like just in case people are trying to make fun of him, Like, like LBJ by itself is the equivalent of me, Tanner Ward being TNW as my initials. Like using a initial. Oh, I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying, dude. Like I get it. 
but you're not hearing what I'm trying to say is I think he's trying to get ahead of people calling him dumb names. Oh, I just trademarking the dumb, dumb names. Isn't is Bronny the same one that didn't want to wear 23. Like when he's playing AAU, he wanted to wear like a different number because he didn't want people to know that he was the son of LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron's kid. I, yeah, and I haven't like, watched an NBA in, game in I don't know how long. Like, so when they announced the starting lineup instead of number twenty-three, it's like number four, LeBron James Jr. Like, you're still gonna know it's LeBron's kid. <laughs> no, they were calling him BJ Jr. It just That's, doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just it's a completely different world. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday, by the way. Late birthday. What are oh, you? Twenty-eight, man. Yeah, twenty-eight. Eight years old, man. Yeah. So two eight. Told you, listeners don't really need to know, but getting the Peyton Manning surgery on my back, neck. So we should post. So I I looked up Peyton Manning like when he actually got injured, mm-hmm. and it was because like his face mask got like held and ripped off his head, and so it like hurt his neck really bad. So I need to find that highlight. Compared to like me just lifting a box and getting hurt, compared to like an NFL player <laughs> just getting absolutely annihilated by a you know, uh, you know, muscular human being, and uh, so I got to get same surgery he got, which not too happy about. Not thirty yet, but yeah, it's um, gonna be a, a long road. A long road ahead, man. But um this is pretty much either this or not be paralyzed for a long time so um so happy excited we might i'll be in a neck brace probably one of these zooms but hey i'm i'm here for the podcast tanner yeah i want to let you know yeah here for the pod what we'll try and figure out how to do some video for uh maybe we'll actually post some video (laughs) when you're in the neck brace yeah i mean uh for two weeks so you got a window Got a window of opportunity. That'll be two episodes. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Two you might be on, were... on vacay by that time, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got so. I got a trip. We'll be figuring that out. So, yeah, what's nice is with our schedule, basically every, every two months we'll have to – every eighth episode will have a different release date than the other seven. But then pretty much a month from now, yeah, I'm heading to Maui. So I'll be gone for a week. So we may be skipping that week. Probably more than likely. I don't know what's going to be happening anyway. It's not like there's any XFL or anything. Unless there's a hurricane knock on wood for you. Thank but you. It's not hurricane are there, season. Are there hurricanes in Hawaii? No idea. All right. No idea. <laughs> I'm just worried about sharks. That is a good thing to worry about. You should see if it's shark migration season there. I, it's whale migration season apparently. Whales are a big attraction out there. Dude, is it like a, you know, a lot of fish swimming back at the same time thing though? Like I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> like the pretty fish much highways my, open for the pretty Hawaii. much my theory is I love being in the ocean, but I try not to go deep enough to where a a really big shark can get me. So like your kneecap. Yeah, like I try not to go past the waist. I'm talking like Honestly, Jaws. Like, I don't want Jaws to like, me, basically. People are terrified to even go in the ocean at all. So, I mean. Yeah, I just. Hey. Um, but anytime I like am knee deep, I still think about this year. The one t- one year on Shark Week, I watched a guy. Well, I didn't I actually get to watch it because obviously they didn't put that on there. But like a little bull shark, like or it wasn't yeah. even a bull shark, whatever it was. But it was literally like the length of someone's arm. It like ripped this whole dude's calf off. So. You don't need your calf. I got good calves, man. That's one of my best features. I got these big calves that I just know a shark would love. Maybe. Maybe, though. So, uh, you'll have to keep up with that. Um, And uh, definitely, dude, I mean, we got Super Bowl, obviously, next week. And then we'll do our predictions. And Next episode, full Super Bowl recap. That's pretty much it recap yeah so like we're, we're gonna get into like the the young coaches of each team and like the like uh like the uh fourth kicker on the teams and their future 
All right, we'll stuff. throw we'll do Full some prop recap. bets. We'll do some prop bets. Full recap, dude. You said it. Full, full recap? Full. <laughs> We're going to do a full preview. Full preview, like I said. Yeah. yeah. Did, I, did I say recap? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> full no, preview. And then the next episode after that, we'll do a full recap. Okay. Yeah. That's what we'll do. I'm going to blame it on you. I'm going to say you said recap. And That's I fine. just piggyback off your your mistake you're always piggybacking off me i mean i can't i can't hold you anymore so (laughs) (laughs) were you able to ever maybe in the water (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode happy 50th episode nick you did it man i mean we did the first 35 episodes in like four months and then the next year and a half we did 15 episodes so hey but cheers to 50 um i don't have a drink like you do right now but have my my 401 fashion really picked the worst cups to drink out of during podcasts but it's all right I thought the ice would be louder. You sound like some. You sound like a homeless guy on the freaking highway or off the highway trying to get some change. I can't wait to listen back to this and be like, "That cup was so fucking loud." Oh, it's so All right. good. All right, cheers, everyone. We're out. Deep in the rango, got the crib one falls in the mango. I bought my mama.